Hey guys, Malakan here from MKAU once more, joined again by Stace Face Mayhem and newcomer Brutal Leo. Uh, today we're going to have a little bit of a chat about what we like in video games and movies. So uh, first and foremost, since we've never met him before, Brutal Leo, let's hey. talk about yourself. Hey. What are you doing? Hi, uh, I am new to MKU Kings, my first time on the podcast. Uh, what do I do? I review games for PC and PS4. I've done a few reviews on the site already, and I really enjoy being here, and it's good good fun. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to be part of the podcast and join in on the action. Cool. Cool. So, have you been playing many games recently? What, what have you been up to? Um, Uno. No. I've been playing... <laughs> I think I most recently reviewed Crash Team Racing, which is, mm -hmm. like, by far one of the best remasters I've played. I know a lot of remasters are out there lately these days, but... Oh, hands down, to go from, I think, 99 was the original, and now something like 20 years later, this one, mm -hmm. it's, it's just insane, in, in, a, in the best way possible. Um, and yeah, so I've just recently uh, played and reviewed that, so that was uh, exceptional. So Blast yeah. from the past? Oh, absolutely, but in every better way. Like, talk about modernising an old game and making it current again, it's, it's insane what they've done with it. Um, much like the Insane Trilogy, but even better. They, co they combine, I think, all three versions of Crash Team Racing throughout the years that have been out. Um, and they just put them all into one game and went, here you go, have fun. So yeah, it's just a complete edition, brand new graphics online. Um, everything just looks really nice and pretty. Um, I think on our review site, you can actually see a comparison from the original to now, and it's arguably, you wouldn't call it the same game. Cool. So yeah, I've just recently reviewed that, and here we are. That's cool, cool. cool. Alright, well, make sure you jump onto the website to check that one out, mkaugaming.com. Yep. Stace, what about yourself? What have you been up to? Um, I've been actually playing a lot of Switch games the last week. Um, I played a, a new little indie game called Fairwind, which is like 16-bit art style, which I love. Um, however, as a platformer, which is not my strong suit, but uh, after pumping a few hours into it, it's actually like a really addictive game. Um, the levels are set out really well. There's like variety, which is hard in platformers because platformers is such a tried and tested genre. You know, it's, there's it's, not much you can change. Yeah, it's a very much, uh, very much of this is how you play it, and that's yeah. your sort of thing. So that was pretty cool. I had a pretty typical generic story of good versus evil, but yeah. So I played that. My review is up on the website too for that. Uh, and then I played another pretty well-known game that's only recently come to uh, the Nintendo Switch called Terraria, mm -hmm. which is like a, I don't want to say it's like similar to Minecraft because I hate comparing two games that are similar like that, but it is very similar to Minecraft, um, but it's 2D, um, but I actually enjoyed it more than I did with Minecraft, so I don't know, for me it felt more adult. <coughs> Minecraft can Minecraft. get very repetitive though. Yeah. It's it's a lot of mindless sort of digging, yeah, in my like, experience, anyway. Don't call me a hypocrite, because I haven't actually played Minecraft a lot. You know, in my whole life I've only pumped a couple of hours into Minecraft. But, um, I don't know, just felt more mature. It's very grungy. It had a cool art style. Like, I love art, game art. That's more my thing than the gameplay at times, so. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It just, it, it felt like more variety, mm -hmm. you know, Minecraft all looks the same cute bubbly animals and even the creepers look cute, you know, <laughs> even though they're blowing your stuff up, they, they still look adorable. They're annoying but so, adorable, yep. Yeah, in Terraria there's like floating eyeballs and demons and yeah, I don't know. 
I think there's a lot more you can do in Terraria as well, isn't yeah. there? There's, there's a lot more to it as opposed to just digging stuff up. And, and the environments stuff. are all different. You know how Minecraft's the world kind of is all that, mm. like, like set fluffy bunny type world. Yeah. Whereas, um, in Terraria you have different, like, there's a desert and there's, you, there's even an environment in the sky and there's the underworld and there's caves and jungles and, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Okay. Yeah, opened my eyes up to, it kind of made me appreciate building games a bit more. Mm. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Well, I have uh, recently been playing a little bit of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, um, which again is a bit of a platformer. Um, yep. It's it's a little bit different though, like it, it kind of took me a little bit to get my head around. So it's sort of imagine having Super Mario, for example, your, your standard platformer where you're running around, jumping, yep. that sort of thing. But then it throws in aspects kind of like Mortal Kombat, where mm -hmm. you can you can learn new moves and like you've got to do different button combinations like one of the moves that I that I learnt was quite literally down and across and then X mm. and the character would do something special rather than sort of whack him on the head with the sword just a hack and slash yeah 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 so it's not just one button to to win the game sort of thing plus it throws in a little bit of magic um, you do have to sort of aim your abilities if you are casting spells and that sort of thing as well. Oh cool. So, so and it's it's a really interesting art style. Like it's it's quite simple, but on the same token being based in sort of like the 1800s and stuff, yeah. it's it really gives you that sort of sense of everything's really quite old. Yeah. Um but then, you know, anime titties. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> So yeah, main I'm character, main fun. character um supposed to be British, but Big anime boobies, and um, yeah, it's it's very much a. So it's kind of like a Japanese RPG in a platformer. To an extent, yeah. 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 Um, I've also recently been given access to the Padre, um, which is an interesting game. It's uh, advertised as a bit of a a thriller slash horror sort of thing, but enemies yeah. are introduced to you in a way that doesn't really feel very threatening, mm. or at least from what I've experienced so far. Um, and it sort of plays a little bit like uh, Last of Us. Okay. Oh, Life is Strange, sorry. Yep. Life is Strange, it's where... Like, kind of like a Telltale. Yeah, it's, it's very much like a Telltale game. So yep. you've got to walk around a particular area and you've got to investigate things. There's a lot of puzzles and it gives you absolutely no direction. And most of the enemies are quite difficult to kill. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. So I have died a lot. <laughs> Um, but you know, that's not really the sort of game that I would normally play, mm. but, um, well worth a try if, you know, if you got a couple of bucks spare, grab it. Yeah, right. Or if you get a chance to, you know, get it for nothing or anything, yeah. go for it. It's actually, it's... I wasn't it's, that off when my reviews went out. Yeah, it's not a bad little game. <laughs> not a bad little game. I'm sorry, I'm just looking <laughs> at the bikinis on your... Anyway, um, that's going to stay on the podcast. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we have actually decided now, finally, on a name for the podcast. We, it is no longer the MKAU podcast because, let's face it, we know it's a podcast, you know it's a podcast. It is now the MKAU show. So, uh, yeah, welcome Woo! to episode four of the yeah. MKAU show. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should probably move on and actually discuss the topics that we've uh, sort of decided on. So, first and foremost, I feel that we are going to discuss um, basically what video games we would like to see made into a movie. Mm. Yeah, we're going for a movie theme. Yeah, a little bit of a movie theme. We sort of want to mix things up a little bit. Yep. So, um, I'm going to start with you. 
What uh, games would you like to see made into a video game? Why do you think they'd work? Me? You? Um, there's so many games out there that really do have the potential to become good movies. And it's sort of sad that we've gotten to the stage now that whenever we see video games movies being released or a trailer or a teaser or some sort of mm. art being like, this game's coming to cinemas. It's sort of this over overwhelming sense of, oh no, rather than excitement. And it's kind of concerning how we got to that point. But if we were to look at games now that haven't had the chance to be a movie, um, I think there's two off the top of my head that I really, really would love to see become a movie because I think the first one I'm going to mention, I think, has the potential to be not only a movie, but maybe even a TV show. Mm -hmm. And then I think the second one should definitely be a movie. So the first one I thought of would be The Division. Okay, uh, yep, I can see that. Can we bash your bubble here and say that E3 have already announced they're making a TV series? Well, that's perfect then. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. <laughs> they can have movie. Jake Gyllenhaal in it. And just make a movie, that's fine. Yeah, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's going to be in it. Because I think the first one had potential to, if they do it the way that I think they should do it, as a TV show and as a movie, um, I think most of us here have played The Division, if mm -hmm. not, we've heard about it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys yeah. out there listening and seeing this now have either played or heard about it. For those that haven't, uh, essentially a virus breaks out in the first game in New York City and it's spread um, on dollar bills during, I think it's Black Friday, so the Christmas sales. Yeah, what do they call it? The Green Plague, hey? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just absolutely shuts down New York, shuts down Manhattan, and it's just actually crazy to go and play that game and just be in a snow-covered, abandoned, and completely just... It was quite revolutionary, hey? For its time, yeah, because it was real, it was real time in the sense of, like, it was modern day, it wasn't, like, in the dystopic future of 2021, yeah. like, it was... Yeah. It was now. It was very realistic, actually. I've never thought about that. Yeah, and it kind of gave it a real eerie sense of yep. normality and, mm. and like, oh my god, what if this was to happen and would this actually be an outcome? It, it is quite relatable, whereas, yeah, yeah, you look at... I've never really thought about you that. You look at Resident Evil, for probably. example. You look at Resident Evil yep. and, yeah, okay, that's got a movie already, mm. but that is set... Well, it looks like it's sort of set in a relatively near future mm, where, yeah. you know, there's significant amount of technology and stuff, but the the stuff they have access to is still sort of what we've got now. Whereas yeah. The Division, it's all, this is now. Yeah, it's just modern day technology, no, like, we've developed this random strain with this gun and, you know, in this lab that has all these weird scientific advancements and you're like, oh, okay, that's not really a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I really liked about The Vision and that's maybe what drew people to it. Um, I think as a TV show, it would be great because you could even build up to how The Vision started and how it was, if came into effect. And then I think maybe the end of season one could be the outbreak and you go, yeah. oh God, now like, what's, what's going to happen? And you go into season two and it's the first game. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately you can maybe develop into the second game. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the movie could be the same thing. The movie could be... You know, I think the... it is a movie, actually. It's just a movie. A uh, Netflix original. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, if it is, then I really hope they listen to us because um, I'd really like it to be the same sort of concept as that. You know, you sort of have to rush it because it's a movie. Arguably, you get maybe an hour and a half, two hours sometimes. And that's where I'm scared, like, that they yeah. won't use that idea. They'll use the Division name. Mm. but not use the ideas or from the just, game. Or it'll just be like mid-first game and you're like, I don't yeah. understand what's happening and there'll be random events that have nothing to do with the division. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, this tennis pole virus. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just some random element that's included. Yeah, if um, the virus doesn't spread through money on Christmas. Yeah, it's like someone like, sneezes. That and would upset it's me. Like airborne yeah. in a plane or something. Like, and they just try and change it. And they make Snakes it on a plane. Game. And that's yeah, the biggest yeah. problem with video game movies. They change things that people really endear about the game. 
Yeah. And that's why they don't do it. Yeah. Like, they changed what drew us to the game originally. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, no one will watch it because of that. And it's like, well, yeah, we would because that's what why the fans... We, that's why yeah. the series is successful. Yeah. So I think, like, I'd really like to see a, a movie based on that. Maybe the slight ending origins of the division yep. with the first outbreak. Um, and then, you know, if it follows a similar storyline to the first game, then I think that movie would be awesome. On board, yeah. Um, and I think the second one too, which um, having just recently been to Sydney Supernova a couple weeks ago, um, sort of slight confirmation from um, David Hayter and Paul Eiding, the voice of Snake and Colonel Campbell respectively, they kind of hinted at there's po possibility that they're doing a Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, Ooh, that's on my list. Paul Eiding. Metal Gear live action. Yeah, Paul Eiding yeah. kind of roughly without really confirming said that there was an idea that Remus. he may be presented with dialogue soon but it was all very like just whatever kind of thing um but i really hope they do that because again there are so many games in the series that could be made into a movie and much like we just said i really hope they don't try and generate a new story yeah and it's just not the same like i'd love i think arguably i think we'd all agree that the first game would be an awesome movie yeah yeah and i yeah. think it would be, hands down i think it would be perfect e if not the first game then definitely snake eater as like an origin story yeah. like the 60s and big boss being who he is and becoming mm -hmm. a legendary soldier um so yeah they're, they're my first two that i really hope get to see the light of day and yep um yeah i really just want those to be a thing cool cool how about yourself stace i got edgy you're going along with so <laughs> And now we drink. I found the question actually quite hard because when you break down the question, what I want versus what could easily be made into a movie mm. yep. is actually two different conflicts in itself. So I could say a, f a few things that would be a good movie, but it's not like what I would want as a movie, you know? Mario Kart the movie. Mario Kart the movie. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> Peach, uh, Princess Peach's Revenge. Um... If you'd asked me a year ago, the first thing I would have said, hands bloody down, would have been The Witcher. Mm -hmm. mm. And that's coming anyway, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know what it's based off. Some people say, oh, it's based on the books. And other people go, oh, it's based on the first game. Um, I would love it based off the third game, because it's mm. my favourite, mm. um, with an adult series, because then you've got that love triangle of Yennefer and Triss, and there were so many, like, extra cool characters in that game. Yep. Um, what's the, like, the, the flute, like, the fear tree person? I don't know. I've never played, played The Witcher, so I couldn't tell you. The first one. Oh, there's so many good characters. I just like, jump in without playing anyone. His, because it's an RPG, the story is, like, is what fuels the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's so many cool different characters, and, like, there's a whole band of older Witcher mentors and stuff, and they would just be amazing. Are you happy with Henry Cavill being the lead? I wasn't at the start, but the more and more stuff that's coming out, I'm kind of okay with it. Because there was this thing going around for a while where they, like, a lot of fans photoshopped Henry Cavill as, like, different gaming characters. Yeah. And I think the two that got the most notoriety was one, Geralt from The Witcher. Yep. And the other was Snake. Yeah. And they're like, he oh, he looks... Snake. And it's like, oh, they look so much similar. And then I think even Henry Cavill put up him in, like, a white wig being like... Because yep. he got wind of it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this is me and The Witcher. And it just blew up, so... It, it is crazy because when he first got announced, I was about... I was a bit... Mm, but then in my mind I went, no, don't do this because we all did this with Ben Affleck and I actually really, mm. yeah, okay, true. he wasn't the best Batman, but he was really good as Bruce Wayne, I thought. 
he was a killer mm. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to judge, like, be that judgy person that I used to be because, you know, mm. it's surprising. Yep. Um, but I have seen, like, shots. He looks amazing in the, his get-up, but I've seen some, like, background photos of stuff of mm. the world, and some of that's a bit... Uh, oh, really? A bit on the B-grade side, mm. so... We will see. We will see. But is that a TV series or a movie? I think it's Netflix. It's a series, hey. It's... Yeah, I can't remember if it is a series or Can a movie. confirm in the background over there? What? Is, um, Witcher a TV series or a movie? It's a series. Yeah, I think it's a TV yeah, series. I think okay. it's a Netflix seasonal series, hopefully. Yeah. So that's, like, if you'd asked me... I haven't even answered the question yet. <laughs> yeah. If you'd asked me a year ago, that's what I would have said. Um, I have a few... I'm a sucker for like just games that I love, so I put Titanfall down. I wouldn't mind seeing Titanfall as a movie. Okay, yep. But there's a lot of mech movies out. What's that one that had the guy from Sons of Anarchy? Oh. Um, you know he I was in a big mech suit fighting monsters that were coming out of the ocean. It's very uh, be Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pacific Rim. Like, oh, I'm thinking there's Edge already that. I'm thinking of Tom Cruise's Edge of Tomorrow where he's got the sort of mech suit and he keeps dying. Oh yeah, and he keeps yeah, yeah. himself. He's got the yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. But no, so there's yeah, a lot of things similar to Titanfall type stuff. So yeah, I already, I love that world. So I wouldn't mind seeing that into a movie. Um, it's kind of like I have put this down on the list, but I think the game was like a movie in itself. So um, Resident Evil Seven, the yeah. Biohazard one. Is that the newest one? I think or the one before. Yeah, the newest original one, like not a remake. Yep, yep. That was like scary shit. Like I watched. Uh, Lance play that and Jesus Christ if that was a movie <laughs> I wouldn't watch it but it would be a good movie so like for people that like horror is that like the hillbilly hick house kind of yeah yeah which has like bugs crawling all over yeah, it and yeah. like they're coming through the walls yeah. and they hack his arm off that's like spoiler plot spoilers to the the game but oh yeah we probably should say yeah that. Uh, probably should have mentioned that before you started yeah, talking. We're mentioning any games <laughs> you haven't played then spoilers you might want to put a spoiler warning on the video um I think a lot of scary games do transfer really well into movies. Mm. Not all of them are great, yep. but a lot transfer really well into movies. Um, I find, when I was doing my research, that a lot of Bethesda games, I think would transfer really well into movies. Like, yeah. yeah I've I'll got to like, literally just adopt point going, Wolfenstein would be sick as a movie. Yep. Skyrim would be sick as a movie. Yep. Um, Fallout. If you yeah. made a Fallout movie, that would be sick as a movie. Even Dishonored. Yeah, yeah. Dishonored's got a very good storyline, so that could make a movie. And that's, I suppose, as much as Bethesda has copped it lately from us, particularly. <laughs> Sorry, Bethesda, um, we do for the most part love you. Yeah, yeah, we do love you. You guys are one of my favourites. Um, it's the story that, like, the stories are what gets people coming back. So definitely, they build really well. So, right, Bethesda themselves just have good games that transfer to movies. Um, I can see them all as movies. Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock would Can you be imagine amazing. Bioshock as a movie? The first one, Underwater, would be Yeah, crazy. Yeah, the first two. See, I wasn't a big fan of number three. I'd love to see a live-action Big Daddy character. That would look insane yeah. in real life. Yeah. And that, like, the game has so much atmosphere hmm. as a movie. Yeah, it could be quite terrifying. I think the other game I just thought of then when you were mentioning scary yeah. games transitioning into movies do you guys ever remember that trilogy series that came out? Oh, it was probably early 2000s called Fear? Yep. Yeah, with Alma? Yeah. I th that, that would be good. As a movie would be insane because I think 
Fear 3 kind of uh, didn't really feel the same because it was like more of a co-op-y kind of game. Yeah, it started losing the plot towards the end. <laughs> 2 was awesome because it really... I mean, I think the first one actually was... I think it's the first game I can remember on PC, besides like Command and & Conquer and Age of Empires and things like that, that had two back-to-back -back expansions just for the first game. Mm. And I'm like, I've never really seen that with a PC game yeah. in that time. Um, but I remember Fear 1 and Fear 2, you learn so much about the original in 2. Mm -hmm. And it takes place at sort of like a by timeline, like it's yeah. sort of like an alternate timeline where yeah. this guy's dead or whatever. So Fear, kind of like main timeline's there, and then 2 takes place at the same time, kind of like, oh, what was the game that came out recently? Um, oh, what was it? It's, um, it had... It had two sequels. Outlast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Outlast. Yep. It was very similar. Runs parallel. Yeah. The, the, there was a DLC for that called Whistleblower, and yep. that was the same thing. Uh, I think in Outlast, again, spoiler, when you play the first one, you're a reporter and you get sent an email yep. that says, this asylum's still running. It's all pretty much mm -hmm. terrible. And you go in and you're the reporter. In the DLC, you actually play as the guy that sends the email. And it's like an alternate side of yep. what it's like wow. working in That's this. That's cool. I love like, games like that. So fear would be another awesome one that just hit my memory when you were studying yeah, scary like, games. Scary games do like they don't always like we talked about before we started our podcast how Alone and Dark some of the Resident Evils are a bit hit you know, miss, yeah. hit and miss. But um, yeah, Silent Hill's not too bad though. No, that was actually ones. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after watching you play Devil May Cry. I think that would transfer oh, well yeah. into a movie. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't done that. The, yeah. the, the like, cinematics in Devil May Cry was, were mm. pretty awesome. Yeah, like you could you could watch the cinematics in that alone and almost make a movie out of it. And the premise is very movie based because it's like demons and he's yeah. like a kind of like a what is it like an assassin to get demons or something like, like a like a, like a demon hunter sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it tra does transfer well. Um, see, most of mine are like very story based. Um, Half Life. Yep. Half-Life would be a good movie, I think. Yeah, I can see that. It's, again, it's a movie with, a uh, movie, it's a game with a really strong storyline. It would have to be a long movie, but... Because didn't the fans want to, uh, like, weren't they going to do a movie to wrap up the series? Oh, because man. he didn't make a third game? <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the is dying wishes. Is, is, yeah, Valve. Yeah. It's like the dying wishes that everyone wants a third movie. Yeah, and they... Or a third game, Didn't they leak a script or something? I think so. To... Suppress the thing. <laughs> well, that's, it's similar to what we were saying before with the division is that Half Life isn't unobtainable. It's almost set in a modern day environment. Yep. Except yep. there's like a, a, a like a virusy outbreak yep. and things like humanity sort of breaking down and the combine. Is it combine? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Carbine. Um, combine. But yeah, that's that's an, that's in like a, an, an obtainable sort of movie oh, to shoot. It's realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do it in the in the correct way, then oh, I think that'd be definitely awesome. Uh, who would you have play Freeman though? Oh. Someone who doesn't talk. Who's the guy from Breaking Bad? He would be Brian awesome. Cranston. Mm. Yes, yeah. he would be awesome as Gordon Freeman. Yeah, um, I think he would be the best. He's the only one I can picture in my mind. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm really glad you agreed on Brian because I don't think Aaron Paul would pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron yeah. Paul. <laughs> but yeah, Brian Cranston for sure. Yeah, is that who you were thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first person that went into my head. Uh, like I said, horror movies transfer really well to so Dead Space or Kids of War. Oh, Gears of War. Can you imagine Gears of War as a movie? It'd be very gory. Definite PG film. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put the rock in there. I can see, you know, him in there. Oh, for sure, actually. Um, yeah, Dead Space would be cool. Even like 
not seeing his face. You know how you don't see his face the whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the game, like even in the movie, you know, it can work, I suppose. Yeah. And like like you said, Metal Gear Solid was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few Telltale's games. I got one really obscure one, like Wolf Among Us was one of my favourite Telltale okay. games. So I could see that as a movie, but yeah. Fair enough. Sorry, I've been talking for heaps. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, got a bit of time go, to make Matthew, up anyway. Yeah. Woo. Um, there's only one that sort of immediately springs to mind, and this is something that we did touch on with our E3 wrap-up podcast, um, and that's Cyberpunk. Oh, true. That's um, just the cinematics in that alone, I feel like, you know, again, from what we briefly got to see in E3. Um, that's a bit cool, man. We don't even know what the story's like. Yet. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, it just, it looks like it could be a pretty awesome movie. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a wicked game, so I feel like it could be an absolutely incredible movie. Mm. Um, there was another one that I thought of, and I cannot think of it right now. Ah, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, just, yes. Just because that game <laughs> yes. is so messed up. Um, there's favorite. so much stuff they could do with like that. It'd be like Sausage Party. Parents taking be. their kids there. Yeah, yeah. It'd like be good. It'd be... kids movie. I guess, yeah, that's probably nope. the best way to look at it, because Sausage Party is just weird. And then Conker's Bad Fur Day just has different aspects from all sorts of things. And I mean, it borrows things from other movies anyway. Yeah. Like it borrows game, it borrows aspects from Saving Private Ryan. It borrows from Alien. It borrows from The Matrix. There's so many different things you could do with it. And it doesn't necessarily have to make sense because the game doesn't. I feel like Conker could get away with even breaking the fourth wall like Deadpool does. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can look at the camera and be like, well, it's about time they gave me a movie. And you're like, oh, awesome. And he's like, yeah, more fun Like, he just, he breaks the, I think, like, giving, having given, he, giving him so good. a modern-day Deadpool cinematic kind of vibe. It would do yeah. well, the game original. Like, I know when they, re- they re-released it, I think, on Xbox, and it was called Live and Reloaded. Yeah. Basically, they redid the graphics and gave him pants. And, and slightly changed his, slightly changed what he said as well. But the f- funny thing was with that game is that they took the piss out of themselves because I think at one point in the original game, <coughs> his first You're weapon, right. yeah, his first, yeah, it's just so emotional. It's so um, emotional. <laughs> the first weapon I think he had in the, in the '64 version was a frying pan. Yep. And mm. there's a gargoyle on a bridge, and in the live and reloaded version, you hit him with a frying pan. And in the 64 version, he'd laugh and he'd fall off the bridge and Conker's like, wow, that was easy, I'll just kill her head. And then in the live and reloaded version, when you hit him with a frying pan, he's like, a frying pan? And you're like, I feel like this has worked before. And he just breaks the fourth wall for people yeah. to play yeah. the Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Goes and gets a bat full of nails and spikes and hits him with it. And then I think some boulder or something comes loose and ends up crushing him and he goes, wow, oh, didn't see that coming. And then he breaks the fourth wall by talking to the, develop- the people. Yep. Like talking to the camera, but addressing the developers, he goes, Hey, developer, are there other changes? Just want to let me know? And you're like, Oh, this is so awesome. Like, it's yeah. cool because yeah. it, no, no other Nintendo game at that time had decided to step out of the fourth wall environment. So, it I really well. think you should do it. <laughs> Just a little bit of uh, troubleshooting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for any horrible noises you may have just encountered. Yeah, I definitely think Conquer is absolutely. 100%. Yeah, it's it'd just be it'd yeah Would it'd you, be like a weird and wonderful movie, kind of like a cross between Sausage Party and Deadpool. Would you prefer it to be 
completely CGI, or would you like it to be sort of like live action CGI in the sense of like Jungle Book and Lion King and things like that? Oh. That's a good question. Um, oh, Sonic. Um, would Sonic be live CGI? Tech, sort of like borderline. It's it's a little yeah. I don't know. Um, holy hell! Look at the spikes on that. That's a hard question. I feel like it'd be, because of all the wacky and weird characters, I feel like it'd be a lot better off being completely CGI. Yeah. 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 Um, but on the same token, like, it'd be pretty cool to see Conker in the real world. Mm. But, yeah, it's sort of... I find if there was real-life characters, it would probably not be Like, great. who framed Roger Rabbit kind of thing? Like, yeah, you know, see, interacting with real-life people? No. Nah. See, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I think because in, in that particular world, there isn't any, I guess, human I'd characters I'd like a, like a 3D rendered character in the world, you know what I mean? Mm. Like they did with Pokemon and that as well. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I don't think that'd work. To be completely honest, I don't think that'd work. I think I think the whole thing would have to I be... I think the whole thing about Conker is his, his attitude is different to, like, the environment he's in, you know? Yeah. Like, he's already like a 4-4 in his environment mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that like a, his world is a cutie cuddly you know world and he's this he's just this badass fish, fish out of water kind of yeah, guy, yeah yeah so but it does very quickly turn to shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it does literally pay. yeah well that's true it's it's an old game if any younger viewers are currently watching this um worth it if you can find it mm. good luck yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so that was obviously movies uh, that we want to see made from video games. What, uh, Stace, what video game mo based movies were you looking forward to that tanked? Um, I don't have a huge list. I, we were talking about this as well before the podcast. Um, I generally look forward to video games that are turned into movies. In, even when they are really crappy, I kind of like them still. Um, just because you do, you get excited to see something you've played transformed into a movie. So there's not many video game movies I actually hate, but the one that probably stands out, and we'll probably all have this on our list, is how bad the Mario movie was. Oh, the 93? The Mar yeah. Ugh. The Mario and Luigi... I don't even think Luigi was in the name of the movie, was it? Just the Mario No, I think it was just called was Super, Mario Super Mario Brothers, Brothers? or something yeah, like Super that. Yeah, it was just so bad. And even as a kid, I wasn't naive enough to be like, hey, this is good. Like, I knew it was poo when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I knew. I'm like, that is not my Mario. Yep. You know, and the moment they said Yoshi was this, like, real-looking <laughs> dragon. No. No. No, lost it for Not me. a fan. You're like, okay, thanks, I'm done. <coughs> I'm dying over here. Um, we were also talking about, I thought, well, uh, the Warcraft movie. No. Nah, I fell asleep in that. Like, I literally fell asleep Damn. in the cinema. That's so bad if you um, fall asleep in the Yeah, I literally fell asleep. I kind of wanted my money back afterwards. I <laughs> thought it was boring as hell. And I, like, all right, I've never been a big World of Warcraft player like Maddie. Um, so many And I've hours. spoken to people about this that have, like, my partner Dom, he loves World of Warcraft. Mm. He has, like, all these books about it. And he's like, well, they didn't pick the best, like, story mm. to follow. You know, like, it's so bad because they're trying to introduce the world and he's like there's so many different stories like the leash leech 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 king like there's so much other stuff they could have done <laughs> the leash king leech it's just a bunch know. of leashes in his kingdom which um, one <laughs> but yeah um yeah i don't have many on my list like i like doom like people like ripped out a new one i like the doom movie 
I don't like that they set it on um, Mars instead of having like Gates of Hell and stuff opening. Mm. Um, but I thought the movie was good. Yeah. And I even like people online rip uh, it a new butthole for the fact that it went into that third person, first person, yeah, like sequence. Oh, I like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah. I generally like movies that are made in like I like the Mortal like Mortal Kombat movies. I yes. like the tackiness of some of them. Classic. You know the classics. Like I don't mind the Street Fighter ones. <coughs> I don't like Dead on Arrival. Dead no Dead or Alive. Sorry. DOA. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that back with Holly Valance? Good old Holly Valance. Oh, that was yep. Okay, I remember that the one. One yeah. Australian fame in that movie, Holly Valance. That movie was really bad. It's a name I have not heard in quite some time. Um, Life, yeah, that was bad. Um, but yeah, I don't have many that I was looking forward to that crumbled. They didn't crumble to me. They probably crumbled box office-wise, but to me, I don't have any. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. What about yourself, James? Uh, I've got a list that I remember seeing, and some of which I was like, yes! And then some I was like, why? So I think, yeah, definitely agree earlier uh, with Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Was really hoping it would just be like green tubes and gigantic hammers and shooting fireballs, things like that. I got some weird... Prime turtles. Alternate reality dragon dinosaur thing. I don't even know what that was. Sorry. Um, oh, cheers. Thank you. Um, and Lance really doesn't want to be in the stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, didn't, well, did not like or appreciate the Super Mario Bros. movie, but again... Wasted talent, hey! It, I mean, it was, but again, we also have to take into context the fact that it was 1993, and I think in terms of video game moves up to that point, it was the first, so I think using Mario as maybe the first video game movie, I don't think they should have done. No. But at that time... They were there testing wasn't, the waters. Yeah, there wasn't really another series that you could sort of transition over to mainstream media at that time to yes. other than Super Mario. So they're kind of like, what do we do? Should we try? Should we not? And it, it kind of gave Eric's a rating that it gave. And I, I think, I think just in regards to that as well, rather than being the sort of the fantasy world that Super Mario is based in, mm. they've sort of gone to a almost post-apocalyptic, well, maybe not post-apocalyptic, but like a dystopian sort of future sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, it felt very very fifth, fifth element in a way. Like yeah, the city was all yeah. dirty and grungy and it just, yeah, it just kind of lost you because you just, it, yeah, it was, just, it was just different. The only thing it really shared with, with the game is the names, in my opinion. Yeah, and then like the plumber colour outfits, they yeah. had red and green shirts and that was, and the names, yeah, that was about it. Um, and even Peach was, wasn't a princess, she was like, I don't know. There was no Peach in it, wasn't it? It wasn't Daisy? It was either Daisy or I think they used Daisy as the love interest. Yeah. Oh. It was a long time Please. ago that I watched that anyway, and I've never bothered so since. Bad. I washed my mouth out with that. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> More than that, the, the 90s sort of uh, nostalgia and like acceptable cringe factor, I want to call it, for the Mortal Kombat movies was awesome. Because it's cringy, but it's not like, oh, turn it off cringy. It's more like, a, oh, it's so corny, but it's awesome. It is, yeah. You love it. you can get away with it. it. And it's like the 90s Goro where it's clearly animatronic, but you sort of, and like his mouth is like, I'm going to kill you. And you're like, <laughs> dude, you can't even move. And you got the dodgy CGI where the, <laughs> yeah, the thing comes guy. out of Scorpion's hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's a guy behind, like, controlling Goro being like, he's not responding. Yeah. Um, things like that, I think, were... Kind of corny, but appreciative. Um, the two Angelina Jolie, Lara Croft movies, I thought effing nailed it because um, they didn't really... Yeah, I really liked them. Yeah. And I mean, they got slammed. And the thing is, too, is that they didn't... 
like sort of carbon copy the game in the sense of like, oh, here's just the first game and I'm shooting it. Like they did in the new ones. Yeah, like the new one is kind of when they did the reboot of the game, they're just like, oh, we'll just copy and paste this and see how we go. And it's like, yeah, but I kind of like the over the top Angelina Jolie ones because yeah, that's what Tomb Raider was at that point. Mm-hmm. She was like, Lara. I yeah. have two pistols and this whole fucking building blows up and it's like using two pistols. Like it's just the acceptable Hollywood actiony filter we go. Michael Bay. Not realistic, but yeah. awesome. Um, so I, th- I really like those. Um, the one I didn't like originally, but they redeemed themselves years later, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. See, I haven't seen that, so I can't comment. So Final Fantasy, they so did I'm one called The Spirits time. Within. Completely, I don't even know what it was trying to prove, what it was trying to do. Um, essentially, to me, it just felt like a really long Final Fantasy cinematic. Like, it was rendered beautifully, the sound was awesome, visually... It was great. Uh, I rate it five out of five. Thank you for reading my review. No, um, <laughs> it was it was read it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the website. Um, it was for its time visually outstanding, but much to the same token that Stace was talking about, World of Warcraft, you kind of lost interest, and you, I was on the verge of falling asleep because nothing other than visually captivating, like in terms of graphics, the storylines I felt kind of dragged. It was oh. like, oh, look at this magic you know, feather wind tunnel we can create. You go, yeah, that looks like it took a lot of time, guys. Yeah, it was what gorgeous. What the hell is happening with that the rest of the That's a good film? point. It Hollywood thinks sometimes that they can slam a movie full of CGI, but if they, if you're not captivated by a story... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Pointless. And this is the thing, like, that The Spirits Within was a beautiful movie. Mm. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous, especially for the time it was released and yeah. with the technology they were using. But, again, kind of like Super Mario, it... All it really did was share the name. Yeah, exactly. It's when you when you look at the Final Fantasy games and stuff, they've got a really strong storyline. They've got things that are set in stone mm. that exist within that particular world, which this didn't really seem to <coughs> didn't really seem to keep. Yeah, it didn't. So whereas uh, the second one, which mm. you're probably going to talk about, yep. that was that was awesome. Yeah, uh, the second one was. Uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children, which was essentially, it was either the story of or a byline story to Final Fantasy VII, and had Cloud and Sephiroth and all the classic locations of character. Visually, and in terms of uh, worldwide appeal, I think that one absolutely nailed it, because it was exactly who we wanted to see, it was a story that we know and love, and it just completely complemented that game and that series for that time. Uh, if I was to pick one that I'd like to see Final Fantasy do, uh, I think because it was my first one, I would love to see eight. Squall mm-hmm. and that whole situation with all that the band of rogues and um, like I, that was but only because it was my first one, um, and I just found that game so captivating and mesmerizing. And I'm really glad that it's getting a, a remaster because I think for a long time they'd lost the original game code or files, so everyone was like, "We'll never get a remaster." We are, and it's perfect. But um, if it, to get a movie for that one would be awesome. Um, uh, what you were saying before too, uh, um, it's, I kind of love hate it. I kind of love Doom for what it was and then I kind of mm. hate it towards the end mm. because I really felt like at that point as a performer I felt like maybe the studio was investing just for this movie because like, I'll mention a movie that I felt like kind of redeemed himself with that. I felt like they were maybe putting too much time and energy into The Rock at that point. Mm. 
to turn him into That's like when a... he started to PK. Like, yeah. Well, not peak, but he was building momentum as an actor. I felt like if they had not used The Rock as the bad guy in the end and used, like you were saying before, someone from the gates of hell, like yeah. one of the demons, one of the devils, um, that would have been awesome. And yeah. if the devil was, if it was to look like The Rock was being the bad guy, only for at the very end him to summon something out of hell and be like, yeah, I'm going to kill all you guys. Yeah, I'm the, I'm lost control of some of the guys from hell. And for that demon to like break him in half and then for the demon now to be the bad guy. Mm. Oh man, that would be... That would and cool. then first person shooter trying to fight this demon yep. in a movie, you'd be like, this is awesome, this is Doom. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only thing I didn't like about Doom was the fact that the rock was like this half mutant thing at the end which kind yeah. of was like this isn't doom i could be blinded though because I, I have a big thing for the rock oh. <laughs> well yeah I think and i fell in love with carl i think yeah. it's carl yeah. urban is it carl urban i think carl so. urban's reaper oh man yeah um, I, I could just uh, yeah my head's all fuzzy another one that was sort of the middle zone for me was max Payne. i absolutely see i remember watching max that movie Payne. but i don't remember anything about it yeah, it's kind of, fortunately, it's kind of got that vibe too. Um, like, thankfully, years later, both um, Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis, who play uh, Max, Mac, oh, Max Payne, and um, mm. I think she plays Mona Sachs, I can't remember. Years later, they did Ted and Ted 2 together, so it was kind of like, yay, these guys. Um, yeah, Max Payne, I have a lot of love for Max Payne. Uh, I think it was the first game post the matrix to use and incorporate bullet time mm -hmm. it really sort of is who developed it first kind of thing because during 99 they were building max Payne, and of course in 99 we got the matrix and they both mm. use similar technology so it really is like a both sides of coin who do you think made it first um max Payne, the first game was so gritty so raw so edgy um to use the comic book format and again much like we're saying with conquer and now in modern days with deadpool is that towards the end of the game he broke the fourth wall and yeah. he discovered that he was in a game like in a complete drug overdose episode again you have to kind of play it to get what i'm talking about for those that un have played it will understand but essentially towards the end of the game the bad guy um overdoses him on i think it's called valkyrie which is a just a street drug and he starts tripping out and you keep you keep reliving the same level over and over again and eventually the same scenes play out with different dialogue and he said Weapons, weapons hang over my head. Um, time slows down to show off my cool moves. He goes, funny. Um, he goes, I'm in a video game. Funny as hell. It was the most horrifying thing I could think of. And he's like, he just realizes that everything he's been doing up to that point has been a game. Yeah. But then shortly after he comes off the drug binge from the overdose of the bad guy, it goes back to just a normal game. And I think that was like, whoa! This character realizes he's like in a game. What? Uh, but yeah, the movie kind of told the story of the first one but yeah it just kind of lost kind of got a bit lost towards the end um went off and did its own thing yeah uh another one that kind of did that which i really was really hoping that they would just incorporate the second game but they didn't was assassin's creed oh that yeah, was so we did weird talk about that before i forgot all about that. that was it was such a weird i didn't like it hey the trailer made it look like it was like oh this is awesome this is like the first game this is the second game this is mm. you know doing the, With him jumping off buildings yeah and stuff. Doing the, the parkour the leap of faith you know yep. the silent assassins in the, yep. in the crowded areas the whole um organization planning you know putting you into the it machine. just lost the plot towards the end hey like i thought the movie started off okay and then it just boom. i don't know i don't know what happened but 
there were rumours on the street, um, and that, yeah, I know, it's like walking around. On the street? Yeah. <laughs> so we have street cred. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just walking down the street, someone's like, I heard a rumour about Assassin's Aid. <laughs> Come down the lane, there's a dollar to here. Um, I don't know why he's a 1920s old-timey circus, <laughs> circus, circus ringleader, but he is. Um, there was word that they were going to put, uh, or either shot it, or they were going to put in the movie the character of Ezio. Hmm. Um, I did hear rumours about that. Yeah, so. for those that... I probably got people into the cinema. Yeah, I mean, Even for those the movies, that... poo. Yeah, exactly. For those, again, that haven't played Assassin's Creed, why? And second of all... Ezio Altore is the main character for Two Brotherhood, uh, and I think Revelations. He had I think three games, um, and arguably one of the most popular assassins characters in the Assassin's Creed story. They were going to put him in the game, and the reason they decided not to was they were afraid that he would take attention away from the, the main character. Light. And I'm like, yes, of course he would, because but that's, what we, that's what we wanted. So I think that was another one where it was weird, but. The thing is, too, is that I think in the game following that, which might have been either, um, Lance, you'd know, um, the one that came after the, the movie, I think, was either Black Flag or Origins. And Revelations? Maybe Revelations, but it was definitely, or it might have even been, no, it wasn't, I, def I definitely know it wasn't three, it might have been Black Flag, because at one point, um, you're going through, like, the chronological... Um, advancements of the Animus, which is the machine that... Brotherhood? No, no, because they reference the movie when you go through the logs in the game, and it was kind of cool, because they reference the, the evolution of the Animus machine, which is what they used to yeah. become an assassin and relive the memories, and they show the Animus machine from the movie, mm. and I was like, oh, cool, so it's technically canon now? Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, but yeah, the ones I definitely did like was, it's recent too, was I loved, loved, loved Rampage. Yeah. And I felt like The Rock really redeems himself, <laughs> video game movie-wise, from Doom with he loves Rampage. It. He loves it. Um, I thought... Even uh, Jumanji. He loves it. Yeah, even Jumanji too. Um, yeah, Rampage was, I think, perfect. Um, they added things to the characters that I felt were needed because the arcade game was very much like... It's a very obscure game. I'm punching game. a building and I'm eating a human. Like, it was yeah. very much like, you know, yeah. bang, bang, you know. Yeah. Green button equals this, red button equals this, up is jump. You know, it was very much a three... And that's why it did well, because it had a very loose concept to turn into. Yeah. You know, they had they could have so many... Um, they could do so many directions with it because it wasn't tied to the story needs to be like this because this is what the fans like. Yeah. You uh, know, they built their own story from it. I've always been a huge Ralph fan. Uh, Ralph is the wolf. Um, so there's George the ape, Ralph the wolf, and Lizzie the lizard. Um, and when Ralph was like the size that he was in the movie and then he could fly like with his yep. like wings. Yep. Well, not like winged dragon wings, but like um, yeah, yeah. webbing. I was like, this is insane. But it was perfect because it wasn't that far out of the norm to go, oh, what? But it was so over the top in a good way that you go, oh, my God, how do you even attempt? Yeah, the liberties to, to they took were amazing. But, yeah, I really felt he redeemed himself with that. Um, and I think the other recent one that I liked, too, was Detective Pikachu because it was the first... That's what I was saying before with Conker is that it was the first live-action CGI... But the CGI detailing on the Pokemon was insane. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like they'd just taken the anime and put them in, like, I guess, Roger Rabbit kind of style. It was full rendered fur, hair moving, um, 
you know, dirt marks, cut marks into the fur, into the skin. Um, I mean, I think at one point you can see Charizard literally has scales on his face, and you could yep. see like yeah. the the pores in the scale. Yeah. Like it was insanely detailed, but it needed that because because of, of the history that Pokemon has. So that was really awesome. Um, Natural progression. Moved on to the next question. <laughs> and I think the last one that I'm kind of really praying for, but the internet won, which is perfect. So I really am looking forward to what they do with it. Um, is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I'm skeptical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm glad the character's getting a redesign because yeah. that was the first thing I looked at and I went, eh. Yeah, no, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog had has a couple of cartoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, they're not bad cartoons or anything like that, but... I don't know, the movie, I'm, I'm very skeptical of the movie because it's... Like, sure, he's a smartass like he is, you know, in the cartoons yep. and to an extent in the games and that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Reshoots aren't a, a good sign. No, no, definitely not. Look what happened to um, Suicide Squad. <coughs> Even though it's not a, a video game movie, but reshoots... We generally. don't speak of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon. No. <laughs> yeah. So, any games that crumbled for you? Um... Pretty yeah, so said, right? pretty much everything <laughs> we've already discussed. My bad. Um, no, no, that's good. That's good. It means I have to talk less. Thank you. Um, no, look, World of Warcraft is probably the biggest one for me. So mm-hmm. I got given a couple of tickets by a pretty well-known computer manufacturer um, to go and see it as a reward for something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, but we got a good feed. We got to sit down and watch a movie, so on and so forth. And given that I played so much of Warcraft 3, let alone World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. yeah. going into the movie itself and sort of expecting to see the story of Thrall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was completely different to everything that I had personally experienced within the games that I played. Right. So, yes, of course, it's sort of happening before World of Warcraft comes, becomes a thing. But, like, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, it sort of takes away from those and just pretty much like every other movie that's based on a video game, it just throws its own thing in there. Yeah. And almost sort of makes, like, a parallel universe. Yeah. Of, okay, well, this is how the game goes, but this is how this is going to go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, that's that's probably... Like a cinematic timeline. Yeah. So as yeah. a Warcraft player... See, I was a non-Warcraft player. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a non... <laughs> the movie turned him. Yeah, yeah, I was a non-player, and I... Like, I didn't like it. So, as an actual person that's played Warcraft... It was... You? It was... Yeah, no, it, it was really, really disappointing. Damn. Um, like, don't get me wrong, the CGI and stuff in it was pretty awesome. Um, the acting was, you know... Okay. Yeah. But the story, like, I'd really like to hope that they're not going to make another one. Damn. Yeah. Um, that's a big... That's a big you're that hurt by it. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. as, as we sort of discussed in the very first podcast, like, World of Warcraft is still such a massive game for so many people. Mm. And for a movie like that to go and do what it did, it's like, well, why bother? Would you be happy if they if they just went back to just doing, like, the Warcraft series? Like, would you be happy if they just turned around and said, we're doing Warcraft 4? Or would you prefer them to just stick to World of Warcraft now? I'd, I think I'd prefer them to just go, you know what, 
no more movies, just keep going with yeah. with World of Warcraft the way it's going. And hey, maybe maybe drop another actual Warcraft RTS game because they were pretty awesome. Um, I mean, you did StarCraft. Why not Warcraft again? So you'd, you'd be you'd be content if they turned around and was like, "Yeah, we'll continue World of Warcraft like the expansions and support, but we're also going to do Warcraft Four. Yeah, I'd love Warcraft Four. Yeah, I I am a RTS was the first game I ever sort of played, so Age of Empires, that sort of thing. So yeah. that's that's something that's always sort of stuck with me. I love that style of game yeah. still to this day. Yeah. Um, and as as you guys have both discussed, um, the Dead or Alive movie was aside from aside from <laughs> oh, that's great. aside from perving at Holly, um, <laughs> the movie itself was absolute trash. Um, the Street Fighter game, I remember, uh, sorry, Street Fighter movie, I remember, yeah, Street Fighter game, um, Street Fighter movie, I remember watching that as a kid and thinking, wow, this is pretty awesome, but now I go back and watch it and it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't know, I've sort of given up, uh, looking forward to movies that are based on video games, mm. to be completely honest, because the majority of the ones that I've watched, I really really didn't enjoy what let's quickly touch on that for a second what because that's what i was saying at the beginning is that how have we got to that point where all of us collectively not only here on the podcast and the people listening but people around the world whenever they put out a trailer or a, a, a press release or a or an, or an image or something where they go oh this video game is becoming a movie why is it that we have this sort of feeling of ah instead of oh yeah it's being a movie which so to break that down even further which video game movie kind of upset you to the upset you the most to the point that you're now by default going oh this is being a movie oh. that's a good question um i don't know i f i feel like the majority of people that have that sort of um where we went wrong yeah, I have a feeling that most people that feel, you know, that the movies are not really anything to look forward to mm. are doing that because they've sort of... Stems from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, Thanks, 90s. <coughs> Damn you, 90s. Great fashion and music. Shit movies. I, th I, yeah. think, I think most of those people have kind of gone, well, you know, these movie makers are just doing their own thing and saying it's based off this game. Sure. And I think that's what's ticking a lot of people off. Yep. They're saying... It's this game, but it's really not. It's something completely different. Yeah. That actually has nothing to do with the game besides share the name. It's not being OG. I think. Yeah, you've you've got to you've got to stay true. Yeah. I mean, m a lot of the video games that get made into movies are extremely popular. Yeah. And they're popular for a reason. And then the movie makers go and do their own thing. Yeah, they do. Like Alone in the Dark. Is nothing like the game, like nothing like it's literally just the name is all they've taken from the game, like it is crap. <laughs> we were talking about this before podcast. Like Lance is gonna go download Alone in the Dark. It is bad. It is nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing like it. It's pretty. He's not going to download it. He's not going to download it anymore. Something else. He's going to watch it on Netflix or Don't like purchase it on iTunes. Purchase yeah. it on iTunes. There we go. Do you have a movie? Specifically, that you remember going, oh, stream it. He's gonna stream I'm it. really keen for this, and then that was the movie that sort of made you now perceive video game movies to be like, Ugh. like, do you have that turning point movie where you went, oh man, I was really keen? Probably Dead or Alive. Yeah, that was like because I've 
for me personally anyway, because like I've watched Street Fighter years and years ago when I was knee high to a grasshopper. Um, same as same as the Mortal Kombat movie and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, I was quite young when I was watching those, which you know, parents are a little bit liberal then, um, <laughs> as opposed to now where it's oh no, you can't watch that. Um, but. You know, because, yeah, at, at that age, I really enjoyed those movies. I thought they were great, but got a little bit older. And, again, aside from having a perv on Holly, um, the movie itself was a waste. You know, go back to Home and Away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your stays. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> answer. I don't know. Like... Like I said, I generally like it, <coughs> even when they are tacky. The only one I hate is the Mario one. Mm. Like, I generally, like, when the, a movie video game does come up on, like, Netflix or Stan or whatever, I will click on it and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, I'm very shallow and fan service Like, I, like, fan service stuff gets me every time. Like, Death Note, when I watch that, the Bleach live action, when I watch that, like, I'm all about... Things I like being made into movies, so Fair there's not really any that really turned like even the bad ones. I'll still go play Fair the enough. game, still, you know. So this so, is why I don't know. <laughs> so another thing that seems to tick off a lot of gamers is when um, when they go and make a movie based on sorry when they go and make a game based on a movie. Yeah. Uh, the opposite. It's yeah. It's sort of the a opposite game way around. So most games in my personal opinion absolutely tank if they're based off a movie however there are a few that stand out in my head mm-hmm. um the biggest for me is probably the star any of the star wars games yeah you yeah. start talking first because uh, we always start talking yeah, 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 yeah. Got <laughs> well look we've gone we've gone three so we're yeah. good um so yeah for me the star wars games aside from the two most recent battlefronts um <laughs> are really really good games like mm-hmm. you look at Knights of the Old Republic. The, yes, the that was on my list. Yes. Um, you look at um, Jedi Academy. Bola. You look at Rogue Squadron. You oh, look Rogue at Squadron was Rogue Squadron was great. Yeah. Even you, pod racing, man. That was the bomb on sixty four. <laughs> you you play anything Star Wars based, and for the most part, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. And I feel like for for that style of for mm-hmm. that style of movie, because there is so much background, which Disney unfortunately have said is no longer canon that sucks disney get it real um because there is so much background to that which you know is different to what's actually in the movies yeah oh you can go off on so many tangents exactly like it said, is squadrons they're the game just some people flying yeah it is know? such an awesome style of game Pod that you can play. um i also really liked alien versus predator Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly which one it was. I've got it on Steam, um, but the ability to play as the alien, the predator, or as a human, yeah. and each had their own things they could do. Yeah, yeah. I hated playing as a marine because all you've got <laughs> is a gun and a motion sensor. Yep. And it is scary as hell. Mm. But then you play as the alien, and your whole game style changes, and you become really stalkerish. Yeah. Um, which apparently is nothing new for me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hello. Um, just hissing at everyone. Yeah. It's so, yeah, for me, I'd say they're probably the games that I feel have hit the nail on the head. 
Do you they've, know what? They've taken something from the movies yeah. and gone, this is it, and it's like, yep, this is great. What was I love when you brought up Alien, because that wasn't even on my list, but Alien Isolation. I didn't play it, but holy shit, I love watching people play it. Was that the know? one where they got like Ridley and... Yeah, uh, sort of like based on the movie. I don't know. But I think it's you're on a space station and you're creeping around. Yeah, you're you're on a spaceship and you've like, got to avoid the aliens running around the spaceship. Oh yeah, but you can only hide. You can't fight them. You know, yeah, and there's yeah. robots as well that are running the space station. And the robots have decided they want you. I didn't play as well. it, but I loved watching people play it, and that's yeah, when you know the game's that. you know pretty good. What was that Star Wars game? And it was based on I think the second one. It wasn't Rogue Squadron, but it was something like Squad Commander, and you played as like different coloured clone troopers. Uh, oh, yeah, Commando? Yeah. Yeah. Republic Commando or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's it, Republic Commander. That, man, that was... See, it's so many different... That was awesome. I love that game. You could go on with Star yeah. Wars. And Disney ruined it. You could be a Jedi, it. you could be a... A Sith, Sorry. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. Some PTSD. Sorry, I had to like, I had to process that comment. <laughs> this is a venting podcast for Matt. At least yes. Dis- Disney, uh, Disney, Star- Disney, Disney took Star Wars and ruined it. Disney angst. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you why don't you follow up, Stace? You got a couple of. Uh... Um, I'll say a few that um, James and I agreed on. So we Goldeneye. Everyone will say Goldeneye. Yep. Mm. Like, yep. that game gave me so many hours of just fun and rage when I was younger because my friend was always better than me. She owned, Back in the day, I didn't own a console, so I'd go to my friend's house to play. Yeah. And because she owned it, mm. she played it every damn day. So she'd always be like, let's split screen and play GoldenEye. And I'd be like, yeah. And every time she would flog me. <laughs> yeah, she would flog me every damn time with a stupid golden gun. But it was such a good game. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was such a good game. I think and arguably it was like most... I think it's probably the most popular video game movie. Yeah. Yeah. Comparatively. Like across the board, like everyone... I think anyone that has still has a 64 today, or you go somewhere that has a 64, has it. it's like the secondary controller is the GoldenEye game. Like yeah. it's just it's yeah. that popular. It's the go-to. Um, oh, just like... How much fun you could have it when you put the cheats in and blow their heads up to massive oh, sizes. Big head mode. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I, I can, it's a game where you close your eyes and everyone can picture a level. Mm. Yeah. You know? As Like, it might be different, like, different, is that the one with the, like, green doors? What, what's the one where you start in the toilet? Facility. Yeah, that was my favourite level. I mean, what? I don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Never played it, what? Yeah. Like, the snow one. Oh, yeah. it was just good. It was a good game. Um... We both had the Warriors on our list. Oh, I've talked man. about the Warriors so many times on these podcasts, but it is such a good game. I love the Warriors so much. Good I got, game. I managed to get a jacket made. I've yeah, a, I've got a Warriors jacket somewhere. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And you game. know what the best thing about it? It adds information that's not in the movie. Yeah, was, know, it gives back like kind of backstories to some of them, which was cool because exactly right. Like in the movie, they're just established, and the whole movie is like the, the gang meeting of New York, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're correct, like halfway through, like I think once you, uh, yeah, it's weird because it sort of starts as the warrior, if I can remember it correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Stacey. Because you start as the leader, don't you? You start as Swan, who becomes the leader after the original one, I think, gets yeah. like jumped on. Yeah. Um, gets beaten. And then I think you have to recruit the members. Yeah. And you kind of see what they're up to beforehand. Yeah, and then you can do like side missions, sort of learning how they 
where they were beforehand and how they got into the how Warriors. they got into the Warriors. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting Saints Row vibes here. I haven't played the it Warriors. It is very so. GTA Saints Row. Like you can pick Rockstar up bombs off the ground, froze, throw it at people, and, and then it took place similar to the movie. Like it did all the classic movie yeah. scenes, like running away from the baseball yeah. furies, fighting. Uh, you even get I think a, b a bit of backstory in some of those. Yeah. The other like factions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it sort of gives you a sort of sequel kind yeah. of like not too much but yeah i mean it was just it actually makes me want to go get that game that's when you know a game's good like i want to get it and like replay oh, yeah. it 100 percent. yeah like i would love for that to be remastered but that's mm. a different podcast <laughs> anyway <laughs> um now i think these might be a bit different to you this is going to be really out there um i really liked lego indiana jones <laughs> i don't know i feel bad saying a lego what? game but Lego Indiana Jones was really good, and this was before all the Lego movies like had like dubbing over, like voice dubbing over. They were still like, mum, 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 mum. and um, subtitles. Yeah, yeah, and subtitles at the bottom. But it was really cool because um, I think it was all you could get all three movies in that package, from yeah. what I remember. Yeah, it was I think they do that with most of them now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it's a series, they'll put them all together. Yeah. So it was like. I think it was three of the Indiana Jones movies in one game, so it was really cool. Um, I didn't play it. I, I don't play a lot of games. I watch a lot of games. <laughs> but I really enjoyed um, Shadows of Mordor. Okay. Loring's Shadows of Mordor. It did look like it was a pretty cool game. Yeah. Um, I Again, I didn't play it either, but from what I watched... Games that look too hard, I watch. <laughs> but yeah. What's this Tetris? No. Yeah, so <laughs> the main character... They were the game boy. Yeah, the main character has like a... an elf spirit inside of him that gives him extra powers. And yeah, it was, it was a really cool game. <laughs> And you have to, <laughs> spooky. Yeah, spooky. The whole game is about him getting an exorcism. Yeah. So, and then it gives you a map of all these orcs you need to take out, and it was cool. And it shows the hierarchy of the orc. Like, yeah, it in, includes the lore into the story. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, right. And um, my last one, and this is really out there for me because I don't. These guys know I don't play horror games. Um, but. Lance came over one day and we played Friday the 13th online. Yes. And that was really fun. <laughs> it was actually fun. It was more... Yes. Because old school horror movies are tacky. Yeah. The game very much emulated that mm. that style. Mm. Like the 90s style. And um, seeing like the final death kills and stuff were more funny yeah. than actually like scary. So I could I could stomach playing that and I like was dying to play. Um, What's the villain's name again? Jason Voorhees. Yeah, Jason. I, like, I couldn't like Kill really Jason. just want to be Jason in the game. Yeah. So that was re it was really fun. It didn't last very long as a multiplayer. I think the online died like real quick, mm -hmm. um, which happens generally in most online games. But yeah, it was hard to find a game, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really excited when they did that. And I think they even got Kane Hodder. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, it might be a different last name, but he played one of the Jasons in the later movies. Yep. And they got in, him back into motion cap some of the classic some, kids. Yeah. So and they one was they like the fun. sleeping bag one. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, you're quite right in saying that, you know, the whole 80s and 90s Friday the 13th series, it was perfectly recreated in that corny over-the-top killing kind of way yeah each character was like with the bomber jacket and yeah, like the yeah. footy 
oh no, I gotta get out of this camp. Like it's yeah. all like you yeah. know, these Californian kids, like oh no, man. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, yeah. six six. Jason Grabs Moore, it by a like, scrunchy head and slams it into a door. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just so over the top, but I think that's what makes horror movies so so much fun is that the, the clash of elements, like this mm. undead, angry at the world guy. And this California dude that clearly has just come to the summer camp to try and get laid, and it's like, yeah, two worlds collide, and it's. Then I think the game did a perfect recreation of those two elements. And, and I don't like scary games, but I was laughing and squealing because <laughs> you see him like, yes. like, plodding up the road, and you're like, oh my god, trying to put the petrol into the car, and uh, it was just fun. It was good rad. fun. It's so rad. And that's what a lot of games miss nowadays, you know. Yeah. Just having fun. That's exactly correct. Um, so what about yourself? I got a <clears throat> got a few here that I remember. Um, I think the best ones that I played is definitely the Warriors, definitely Goldeneye. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth was definitely up there. I really, really, really enjoyed the Ghostbusters game mm. that they released a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um, if they had not just recently confirmed and started shooting a third movie, I was happy with how that game was technically the third movie. Mm. They got all the originals back in, um, yeah. and you were like the new Ghostbuster recruit. Yeah. yeah, you were like a new Ghostbuster recruit, and it had all the classic elements of the first two movies, plus it was like a new spin on the tale. Um, I think even at one stage it might have even been considered to be a sequel, and the movie studio said no, so they turned it into a game. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't 100% know if that is correct, but I remember reading something about that. I think we were discussing it on the last podcast as well. Yeah. That the script was supposed to be the movie. Yeah. And then they just went, yeah, oh, well, right, yeah. let's make it a game. Yeah. So that, I think, for me, was like, oh, this is awesome. Even though Bill Murray kind of dialed it in that game, like, all of his lines are just deadpan. Oh, no, I guess we'll go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Thanks, right, for Thanks for putting it effort Clearly, you're here for the payday. No worries. Thanks for coming. Um, so there was some random games in the 90s I remember playing, like The Mask. And Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Wow, um, awesome! I like remember, I remember, left wing stuff. I remember those games and yeah, the Moonwalker games. Right was, there's uh, yeah, the glitter, the glitter Michael Jackson kicks are always hilarious. It's, I can still remember that sound to this day. The Batman Returns game on Super Nintendo was awesome because Michael Keaton is my Batman, and like the oh, yeah. and it's Michael like Keaton's the yes, like that that game was like it was so over the top hard to play, but it was cool. Like, just the art style, like, grabbing a bin and just, like, hitting one of those clown guys with it. It was just rad. Um, but, yeah, I definitely... Oh, and Scarface, too. Scarface had a very GTA... I forgot classy. that even had a game. Yeah, it had mm. Scarface The World Is Yours, and it had a very... Again, it was, like, kind of like the Warriors and the Yeah, it, it was very place, much. Yeah, it took place at the end of Scarface. Yeah. And instead of... Spoiler. Instead of Tony Montana being shot in the back and falling in the pool and movie ending, um, he, had, he had, like, a something triggered him to that he could hear the guy behind him and he turns around and shoots him and he's like i've got to get out of here man and he leaves his mansion and you don't see him for like two years and he comes back to miami and everyone's like tony we thought you died and he's like no man i've just been in hiding and it was cool to see that what would happen if tony alternative yeah and it was just ending. it was just rad like i really liked it another one that was similar to that was the godfather series i think the godfather had two games um and that was a similar thing too yeah um but the one I really was surprised about, which wasn't a direct copy of the movie, it was kind of like the post Mel Gibson pre Tom Hardy was Mad Max. Yeah, that got such a good review from people to that game. It was just cool. 
like it was a lot of towards the end it was a lot of um rinse and repeat which is the kind of like what assassin's creed do post storyline you're like yeah. go here stand on this tower the map is revealed collect this item stab that guy yep mad max kind of had that wash and repeat factor towards yep. the end where it's like click this part put pillar in here kill that guy yep. but it was cool yeah uh, and it was brutal and it was nuts and it was set in the mad max world none of the iconic characters were really there in the terms of like the movies uh -huh. but i think the awesome part was when you finish the game spoiler when you finish the game you get rewarded the original car from the 80s to drive around oh, the interceptor that's yeah cool. and i was like yes so i really was really happy with how they did that one um but yeah just echoing the ones we spoke about before like golden Eye alien and of course i think the one we definitely have to mention I think it's going to go down in the the history, the uh, halls of history as probably the worst video game movie of all time, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. It's so bad they had to bury it. It's so it's so <laughs> bad that they buried the game. Like, so bad that they had to bury it. We, we have to put into context the amount of video game movies that we've all agreed upon that we don't like. I didn't even think of that, holy dooly. But I don't think any of us would go to our DVD collection, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever you have, pick it up dig a hole in our backyard and bury that movie. I think we'd be like, no, let's just not watch it. Yeah. But we'd still carry it around if we moved house. <laughs> like, like, oh, I hate this movie. Can I put it in the Didn't box? people drive out to the desert too to try and dig them up? Because they're Someone worth did. so found much. One. They're worth so much. That has to be, hands down, the worst video game movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, video game. Yeah, video game. Yeah, movie, video game. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Fair yeah. enough. Alright, well, I think that is it from us. I think we're going to order ourselves a couple of pizzas yeah. and have Ew. some food. Um, drop in the comments if you think pineapple belongs on pizza. Also, don't forget <laughs> to... I hate it. <laughs> also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, let us know what you want us to actually discuss, not, you know, pineapple on pizza and stuff. And hit that little bell icon that's up there somewhere so that, you know, you yeah, can get Yeah, get us to a thousand subs, guys. Yes, please. So we can keep doing this for you. Um, anyway, On thank YouTube. you very much. Once again, Melikan, Stay Space Mayhem, Thanks and Brutal Leo. You can find us at mkaugaming.com and obviously on YouTube and everything else that we're on as well that I can't remember for now. Alright guys, <laughs> have a good one. Thanks for stopping in. Bye.